This is Smart Money with Kevin Richards from KNR Consulting Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin provides his clients with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Kevin Richards to help you find out how to have financial peace of mind. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Smart Money. Hi, I'm your host, Kevin Richards. Thank you for tuning in today. As always, I'm blessed to have you listening to our show and thank you to our K-Bride family for helping us to put on this the show today. And uh, before I start, let me introduce our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How you doing today, Tony? Oh, Kevin, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. And yeah, it's another great show of smart money. And I'm excited about this one. There's a lot going on that we need to talk about. And I know you've got a lot of great information and uh, tips for us to help us out. And I know you've been hearing from a lot of listeners lately, calling in with questions and setting up those complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultations with you. I think that's great that you offer our listeners that. But yeah, I've had a great week. Just been keeping busy. How about you? Are you keeping busy over there at KNR Consulting? You know, some days you feel like that time goes by in blinks of an eye. I, I have an eight-year-old daughter, as you know, and it seems like she's already driving a car almost. And it's uh, <laughs> my week itself really gets to be that way where I feel like it's it's Monday morning. Then all of a sudden I, I turn my shoulder and it looks to be Friday afternoon. Where the time goes, I don't know. I think a lot of listeners can relate to that. I, I talked to a lot of clients as well. And they they seem to say the same thing. When you're really busy and you're doing something that you love to do or you're, you're productive or helping other people, I think time goes by really, really quick as opposed to if you're sitting there staring at a TV screen all day or a wall. Um, being facetious there, but the time goes by really slow. So for me, I, I really can't even think about how the week went, except it was uh, very uh, active, very productive. And uh, as you brought up, we did a lot of seminars this past week. We do a lot of those in the evening times here in Orange County. So that that kept us busy. And otherwise, uh, no complaints. You know, I'm, I'm healthy. Just getting a little bit of a cold right now, but otherwise I feel great. And uh, having one of these great uh, weekends here in Orange County, so I can't complain and feeling blessed. And I hope a lot of our listeners are, who've also tuned in are feeling okay. And our show today, we're kind of really going to go over what to do when there's a downtrending market or a market that's been very volatile. And a lot of people out there who have uh, tuned into our show and have called me a few times are really worried about how the stock market has been performing recently, how it's been dramatically down one day then up the next day and it's it's getting more and more volatile with all this talk about China and tariffs and import export all these things you hear the current administration doing is causing a bit of a hiccup let's just say that in the stock market and uh, a lot of people are really worried as they rightly should be about what will happen to their retirement plans if the stock market takes a big drop so I thought we should talk about how to protect yourself or how to handle a downward market and that's going to be our focus today. Wow. That that sounds like a great show topic for today. Uh, very timely because, yeah, a lot of people start to panic, you know, when, when politics or economics start to affect the market and we see drastic uh, ups and downs. 
then people start to get concerned that maybe we're headed for another bear market. And then they start letting their emotions take control. And I know you've talked before about how that's bad. We don't want to let our emotions get the best of us. Uh, and I imagine that's one of the first things we need to do to uh, make sure we can handle a bear market or what to do when the market has a big uh, downturn or vo a lot of volatility, right? Well, absolutely, Tony. And I think half of my job or any good financial advisor's job is to be the consultant, to be the counselor that walks you through any knee-jerk reaction or, you know, unvalidated or very risky decisions because your neighbor said this or you saw some news article or news segment about, you know, the market's going to go upside down the next 24 hours or it's going to go bounce up, you know, the next 24 hours, whatever it may be, having a knee jerk reaction or an emotional reaction like you just brought up can be very, very costly. And on both sides of the coin, a lot of times people, you know, jump into the market because they hear how wonderful it's doing and how the great job reports came back positive and such and such earnings reports were really good. So they go in and buy a lot of stock or mutual funds or whatever it may be. And that always, that isn't always the best decision. And conversely, when a day is, you know, very volatile or the stock market dropped heavily one day or over the course of several days, a lot of folks do a knee jerk reaction and sell, sell all their holdings or a majority of their current investments and they sell it at a loss or they at least lost the percentage of what they had because it went down, obviously. So there's a balance between the two. And all I'm just saying is you want to look at numbers, not emotions. Don't do what the herd is doing. And what I mean by that is Warren Buffett, we all, most of us have heard of that name. Um, he is probably one of the most, uh, I guess, you could say successful investors of all time. The Oracle of Omaha, I think they call him. And he has a philosophy, which I tend to agree with, which is do the opposite of what everybody else is doing. Meaning if everybody else is selling, don't sell. If everybody else is buying, don't buy. And there's some rhyme to that and reason for that, but it isn't obviously a, a general, it's a general rule, but it isn't something you follow to the T, but it is a guideline. And basically what he's saying is use logic, don't use emotion. That's what I take from that statement. What I mean by that is you don't just do what everybody else is doing because it's an emotionally thing, emotional thing and the whole world seems to be in fear. So everybody's selling, so I should sell too. Well, not necessarily, and you're not like everybody else. First and foremost, understand where you're at. What are you invested in? What are the good things about what you're invested in? And of course, what are the bad things? So the first thing in any decision, financial decision, pretty much any decision in life, as more I think about it, is getting the facts, getting the knowledge of where you're at. What are you invested in? What risk level are you at? Meaning, what is the potential loss you are holding in your hand with that investment and of course what's the potential gain using historical numbers obviously and that's where you start you start with those numbers and you look at where the market is you look at where your holdings have performed or what they've done recently in comparison to the stock market as a generality and when i see the stock market tony a lot of people don't know what that means what is that it's a very generalized statement there's a lot of indicators or indexes that measure the stock market it isn't one thing. I can't say the stock market is X. There's a lot of different ways, benchmarks we call them, or indexes that show you or measure the performance of our economy or the stocks, the stock market as a whole. And there's examples we all see on TV a lot, the Dow Jones, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, 
all these are various tools that we use to measure the stock market, right? Many of them will parallel each other. Like when the Dow Jones is up, historically, so is the S&P. Conversely, when the Dow Jones is down, so is usually the S&P. They very much parallel each other for the most part. There are some exceptions to that, but as a whole, that's what they, they do. So when I say the stock market, I'm referring to those things you see on TV, those indicators, those indexes that measure that. So when there is a drop in the market or a lot of volatility, meaning up and down extreme levels, you want to start looking at where you're at. What are you invested in? Is your holding or mostly made up of investments that have a very large swing or the word is standard deviation, which means how high it has gone in the past and how low it has gone in the past. What's that window? What's that gap? If you're in a one or several holdings that have high standard deviations or high gaps between the highs and the lows that it has performed, that could be a very risky thing to stay in, especially if you're over the age of 60 or looking at retiring within the next two to three years, or especially in the way the stock market is right now. Nobody, no matter how old you are, wants to lose money, obviously. Whether you're 40s, like myself, or you're in your 60s, or you're 20s, nobody wants to lose money. However, if you're 20 or 30 or 40 years old, you can wait out a storm or two and not be so worried that the stock market may drop 30% this year, which it's done before in the past. But if you're 60 years old, and you're about to retire within the next two to three years, you don't really have as much time to recuperate all that you lost if the market does crash in the next two months or something. So these are obvious points, but I want to remind our listeners that's what we're looking at. When we look at your holdings, are your holdings in alignment with your age, your timeline in terms of when you're going to start needing access to your 401k money or your IRA money? Is it in terms of your proportion? How are you diversified? Are you all in one type of holding? I see many accounts where a majority of their investments is in you know, two or three stocks. That's silly for anybody, especially an older person, or two or three mutual funds. All these things are what you need to look at before you make any any sort of decision during these volatile times. That being said, you want to start then looking at how to get diversified. And that we can go on to another topic in a second here. But first and foremost, Tony, you're you're very spot on in saying, you know, right now is not the time to make an emotional decision. I also agree that it is not the time to do nothing. That I always agree with. You do not want to sit there on the sidelines and closing your eyes, hoping that your accounts are going to be okay. That's like going into a, a tornado or a hurricane, hoping your house is going to be fine or your car is going to stay on the highway. You don't do those things. It's pretty obvious. So right. same thing in the stock market. When there's a storm, which is what we were kind of describing right now, you don't want to just close your eyes like an ostrich and put your head under the ground. That is not a solution I feel is going to give you the greatest chance of success or limit your losses. Right now is the time to get all the facts you can about what you're invested in. Print it off in a third-party unbiased report that gives you where you're at. And it is at that point, you can then make a decision. Should you stay where you are? Is it in alignment with the risk level you want to take? Or should you diversify, meaning sell out of some of the holdings that you're in and capitalize on the gains we've, we've made, a lot of us have made, and get into something more safe. So these are what we need to start with, is get the knowledge of where you're at, start looking at what other options are out there, so you can protect the gains you've made, and protect yourself moving forward, especially if you're gonna be looking at retiring within the next two to really two to five years, in my opinion. If you're in that window, you don't wanna 
have a high level of risk, not with the way things are in the stock market now. Wow. Well, yeah, it's it's crazy out there. And you have to look at your own personal risk tolerance, too. And I know you have that uh, color of money risk analysis that you run for people to show them where they're at as far as their own risk level and where they're at as far as where their finances are at right now, correct? Yeah, it's a really good report, Tony. And we've talked about it in our show a few times before. But in essence, it's a color of money report, like you just said, where it breaks down by color of uh, your assets, meaning how much do you have in green money? Green money we define as uh, holdings that will not lose no matter what. These are things like principal, like uh, CDs or savings accounts, certain fixed annuities, any investment that has protection of principal or is a very safe holding. That means it will not drop when the stock market crashes. That's green money, like green safety. Think of that as like the red lights on the streets. Red money is your money that is at risk, like the red color red kind of indicates, meaning if the stock market drops, that money is very likely to drop with it. How much it drops is based on how level the level of risk that you're in, but it is still not a protected bucket of money. So if you do lose, you could lose a lot of that money. And if all your money is in red money, and you're old, older than age of 60 years old, you're probably not properly diversified, in my opinion, based on what I've seen, based on logic. So, but first, again, first thing is a lot of folks don't know how much they have in red money, how much is in green money. It's it's very, it doesn't show that on a lot of their 401k statements or IRA statements. It just tells you a number and the name of the investment you're in and so forth, but doesn't tell you the level of risk. I wish our statements out there that were produced by our 401k companies and IRA companies had this, had it broken down really easy for the layman person to see that says, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, here's how much you have in safe green money. Here's how much you have in red risky money. Here's where you should be based on your age and how many years you have left planning to work. That would be a really helpful report I think anybody should have. And again, these are not easily accessible for our 401k statements or IRA statements, but it's what we do here every single week because that is the first step to gaining, to putting yourself into a better position and it's gaining knowledge about where you're at. And that color of money report that we do, it's about a five page report, Tony breaks down by detail every single holding you're in, what level of risk it's taking, is it safe, is it risky, and where should you be based on your age, using a lot of algorithms and a lot of different formulas that have been proven over time, what percentage of your money should be in red money if you're, let's say, 60 years old, and what amount should be in green money? A lot of folks don't know the answer to that question. Well, that's what we break down and show in our reports. Yeah, and I think that's great that you're offering those to our listeners. Now, what do they have to do to get one of those reports? It's pretty simple, Tony. Uh, just call our office. We are here in Orange County and also in, well, it's two locations in Orange County, Garden Grove and Laguna Niguel. Just give us a ring. We'll gladly do those reports for you at no cost, no obligation. It's a report that we do just so folks can get a better understanding of who we are, what we're able to do to help you with your financial situation. If you want to work more with us, we can talk about that individually. But at this point, that report is free. And it's about a five page report that will break down like we went over where you're at, what you're in in terms of risk level, where you should be at. And that alone has value, I think, for a lot of people out there listening to our show. So if that's of any interest to y'all, please give us a call. We're here at the phone number of area code 949-218-3900. All right. And we'll be right back with more of Smart Money and our host, Kevin Richards, after this. 
Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call KNR Consulting Group at 949-218-3900 or visit knrconsultinggroup.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Smart Money with our host, Kevin Richards, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Kevin, today we're talking about how to deal with market downturns. And I know you talked a lot about risk tolerance and making sure you have your assets properly allocated uh, for the, you know, the possibility of a bear market. And we've seen a lot of volatility lately. You don't want to get your emotions going uh, because of things happening with the economy or the market. Uh, you want a plan in place. And that's where you come in is a plan. And that's really the key right there, isn't it? Well, it is. And that's where, you know, a good financial plan or good income plan will take into account what to do when there's a stock market like it is right now. It's very volatile. So to me, anybody out there who wants to retire needs to have a written down report or plan that shows you where to take your money from that will equal your lifestyle for the rest of your life, taking into account even if there's a storm or two in the stock market. And that's where a lot of people don't know, where do I take from when there's a downtrending market like we have? Where do I take from when the market's going up? Should I let my social security roll up first, then take it later? What about Medicare? What Medicare plans should I get because of my age or health conditions, et cetera? Those are things that all should be understood, written down, and agreed upon by all parties, meaning husband, wife, and family, and of course your advisor, so that it's really easy to follow. And it does take into account downtrending years, like we are all assuming is going to be facing us coming forward. So that little income planning report or income plan is crucial because a lot of people I talk to, if I ask them the question, where are you going to take your first dollar from when you retire? Is it from your 401k? IRA, your savings account. How much should you have in your savings account when you retire? Should you have six months of living costs, two years, or more? And where do you put that money when it's liquid? Should you have it locked up? All these discussions really should be made before you retire, several years before you retire, not just next month or the month before you you tell your boss you're, you're quitting, right? So having all that analyzed in advance is so important because we all know the more time you have in investing world, you have more chance to correct things and grow and, and handle problems that may face you. The less time you have, you better be more uh, prudent or very cautious, just like anything else in the world. But if you don't have a written down income plan, if our listeners don't have this, if they don't have a plan that spells out when they should take Social Security exactly to get the most out of their Social Security benefit. Because as you know, Tony, and our, our other shows, your social security options are not just the ones you see in that letter in the in the mail that you get about take your money at age 62 or 66 if that's your full retirement age or wait to age 70. Those are just three choices they're showing you on that letter. There is over 500 different options and ways to take out your social security that you should understand before you decide which option to take because there are things like spousal benefits, ex-spouse benefits, survivorship benefits, et cetera, that you really need to understand and analyze before you elect the date on when you're going to take your check. So that's 
a huge part of anybody's retirement plan is getting the most out of your yours and your spouse's social security check. We, we do that here every single week because until I know that number, I don't know how much you should take from your IRA or your 401k or how much you should put in your savings account, right? Because what's your shortfall? When you stop working, obviously you're not going to have as much income from your employer anymore. So there should be a gap, meaning a shortfall from what you spend every month and what you're going to be taking in from other sources. Social Security is a huge part of that for most people, but you also have IRAs and 401ks. So all these things should be looked at before you even decide anything. We want to look at everything first with the goal in mind of what amount of money do you need to have in per month to equal your lifestyle. And I tell you, a lot of people don't change their lifestyle or their expenses, I should say, very much when they retire. Right. A, Nobody a, wants to take a pay cut in retirement either. You don't want to change your lifestyle or take a pay cut, right? Right. Those are your golden years, your years that you worked all these, you know, this time for to, to have the most enjoyment with your grandkids or your kids or, or your spouse and travel, you know, whatever it is you have dreamed of doing, that's when you do it. When you're not having to work nine to five, you know, five days a week or more. That's why a lot of us have this, this dream of, of, you know, putting in the hours now, saving really well, being stewards of our finances now, and then at a later date, have the resources, the freedom to go do what you want to do, enjoy things, have a good hobby, travel, whatever it is that you've envisioned that you want your life to be like, well, that's why you're working for the most part. So it doesn't usually mean less money though. I don't see people say, I'm going to, like you just said, I want to take a pay cut. And I want to sit home all day or you know, play outside in, in the garden all day. I mean, sure, gardening's fine, but they don't do this as their full-time thing. Right. Their, their expenses usually don't go down. All I'm saying is it's a big misnomer or a big fallacy to think that your expenses are going to drop a lot because you're now retired. Maybe your house payment went down a little bit more. Maybe you paid the house off. For most people, that doesn't happen. But if you did, good for you. But that's the only reduction I usually see that occurs is their house payment. But they usually have higher healthcare costs. Sometimes there's long-term care needs. They travel more. They tithe more. Whatever it may be, there's other costs that start, you know, adding up, adding up to where they're really not going to be spending much less than what they were during their working years. It's just not that common. So, mm-hmm. with that being a fact, you want to start looking at what do you do to get that income level equaling what you used to make when you worked, and that's what we do here. We do all that starting with Social Security. And Medicare, because we have a Medicare consultant here we have in our office. I can walk you through all your Medicare options, explain the differences, which one fits you the best, whether you're turning 65 soon or already 65, open enrollment is coming up upon us. And you want to look at all the options early so you're not, you know, waiting too late and then you miss that window. So look at all your options in Medicare because Medicare is a pretty good sized expense, but also is important to understand and make sure you're covered because if your health gets worse and you have some unexpected health costs, you want to be covered. That's a really big variable for obvious reasons. If you're not covered and you get a really bad health issue, it could be devastational. So we want to make sure you understand Medicare. We do that here in our office. We look at all the options, explain the benefits, see what plans work the best for you. And that's something that's very, very important for anybody's retirement planning, obviously. So a lot of this is what we do here every single week, Tony. And I think a lot of it really does start with getting the facts and start putting a plan down on paper that shows you where you're going to take your money from first, 
what to do with Social Security and Medicare, and then even long-term care options. I know these are not topics everybody wants to talk about every day or it isn't as enjoyable as watching a baseball game or spending time with your grandkids, but it is important. And I tell you, Tony, once you do it, though, and set these plans into place, that stress relief you get is, I feel, very valuable. From a health standpoint, from a, an enjoyment of life viewpoint, it really does make a difference. It's not just some administrative exercise that we're doing for the sake of doing it because I'm on the radio talking about it. Heck no. It's more about giving you peace of mind, you and your spouse or wives who are listening to our show. These are things that a lot of wives call us because their husbands, historically, many people, husbands tend to procrastinate and don't do these things or as wives are more right. planners. I, I've just observed this. Of course, this is not an everybody statement, but it, it's common. So any wives who are listening to our show, be the one that starts this conversation. Talk to your husband. Get this going, whether it's with us or some other financial advisor. Get assistance. Have a third party there to guide you guys through these important discussion points that are crucial. And that's really what we do here is, is just really sit down with the husbands and wives and myself and go over all these important topics and what is needed for you and your family so you guys can be protected and have a really clearly spelled out retirement plan and income plan that will protect you guys and make sure you're taken care of. So, but it starts with making that call, whether it's to our office or somebody else, make that call, start the discussion. Let's get a plan created. So you're taken care of no matter how bad the stock market goes, no matter how your health may change. If you take care of it and you plan for it, you're going to be far better off than those that don't. And that yeah. I can assure you. That's great. Well, some great advice there. And it's great to know that you have a Medicare specialist who can help folks with Medicare planning. And if our listeners want to set up uh, a, a consultation, I know you're offering complimentary consultations. Uh, how do they get a hold of you, whether it's to talk to your Medicare specialist or to you about retirement income planning? How do they do that? Really easy, Tony. We're here um, five days a week, Monday through Friday. Our number to call, we have two locations, is uh, Garden Grove and Corus Laguna Niguel. But our phone number is very easy to remember. It's area code 949-218-3900. That's 949-218-3900. Again, you give us a call. We have folks sending by right now if you want to schedule that one hour, no cost, complimentary consultation about your Medicare needs, your investment needs, whatever it may be to plan your retirement out and take care of you and your family. That's what we're here to do. We are a fiduciary firm. We work in a fiduciary capacity. So we work not for one group or one company. We're here to represent you and help you and your spouse create the customized plan that works in your best interest. It takes into account all scenarios that we can forecast or see happening. So you are in a lower risk than you are now with all points considered and the end result of that is I could tell you a lot less stress and much more peace of mind, which is all that planning really does. And I, and I know that's a good feeling for most people out there. Thank you for listening to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, contact Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting Group. That's 949-218-3900. 
or visit their website at knrconsultinggroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Kevin Richards and KNR Consulting Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.